0: As a global leader in stock market education, you can fast track your journey towards financial freedom by studying with Wealth Within. If you'd like more information about our government accredited courses or to watch more analysis of the stocks in this podcast, head over to wealthwithin.com.au and click on the market report videos under the Learning Centre. Please note that the information in this podcast should not be considered personal financial advice. Hello and welcome to this week's Australian Stock Market Report. Now this week, we're going to look at watching the money flow to find the next best area to invest in. Then we'll get into the Australian stock market so I can share with you my thoughts on where it's heading, along with answering all of your questions and more importantly, looking at stocks for you. I'm Dale Gillan, the Chief Analyst here at Wealth Within, and we're Australia's most trusted stock market educators. Now before we move on, thank you for showing your support for our channel and hitting that subscribe button. Now remember... As you subscribe, click the bell on the right of it so you keep up to date when we update our latest videos. Now, also remember to tune in to our live Australian Stock Market Show every Tuesday, 7 to 8 p.m. Australian Eastern Time. Now, this is the show where you get to ask us, the stock market education and trading experts, to look at your favourite stocks and answer all of your most burning questions. Now, the secret to investing successfully is to know where the money is flowing, although For retail investors, this can be a little challenging, depending on what you want to invest in. But if you decide to invest in the stock market, it is very easy to track the money flow as the data is always transparent and easy to find on the ASX website, amongst others. Now, the best way to identify where the money is flowing is to look at each sector and how they are performing. Now, for example, since the 1st of January this year, 2020, the technology sector has been the top performer, and it was up around 40% recently, whilst energy has been the worst performer, and that's down nearly 40% in the same time frame. Now, by following each sector, you can narrow down the potential opportunities in the market so you only invest in those sectors that are performing. Alternatively, you can take the contrarian view and find opportunities in the sectors that are underperforming and likely to turn around, such as energy. It's also important to understand that sectors such as financials and materials account for over 45% of the total all ordinaries index and movements in these sectors will have a significant impact on the performance of the overall market. Now, energy and information technology, on the other hand, only make up around 7% of the market and therefore have a much lesser impact on the market itself. Now, for example, in reviewing the performance of the all ordinaries index this year, the financial sector is down over 14% whilst the material sector was up 2% so far, and as a result, the All Ordinaries Index is down around 4% so far. However, this represents opportunity because if the financial and material sectors are falling or going sideways, other sectors in the market are potentially moving up, as we've seen with the technology stocks this year. That said, as i previously mentioned, it's more important to focus your attention on where the money is flowing rather than where it has been. Right now, I believe technology has had its run and will slow into 2021, and as such, opportunities in this sector will be more limited. Whereas the sectors likely to see the money flow into 2021 are energy, materials and financials, which is why I recommend investors look at these sectors as they may present some very good opportunities in the coming year. So what were the best and worst performing sectors last week? Well, despite last week being very bullish, not all sectors performed well. The best performers included energy, and that was up 14.16%, followed by communication services up 8.85%, and industrials up 6.78%. And financials, that was up 5.25%. Now the worst performers included utilities, which was down 1.49%, followed by consumer staples down 0.79% and information technology, which was just up in the green, and that was up 0.68%. Looking at the ASX S&P 500 top 100 shares, some of the worst performers this year really picked up last week. The best performers included Virgin Money, and that was up 32.4%. Remember how bad that was a little bit early on this year. And this was followed by Unibail, Radamco, Westfield, and that was up 31.18%, followed by Oil Search, and that was up 30.25%. And Santos, that was up 18%. 6.03 Point zero three percent all of those were pretty poor performers most of the year now the worst performers included northern style resources and that was down 8.76 percent domino's pizzas that was down 6.34 percent with jb hi-fi not far behind and that was down 6.03 percent so what do we expect in the market moving forward well let's get into the charts for our s&p 500 all ordinaries index update for this week we'll also answer your questions and look at the stocks you've chosen for me well, as I mentioned a little bit earlier in the report uh, last week, was very bullish on our market, and uh, you know some of the people are saying it's because of uh, news on a positive side for the COVID vaccine. Sometimes some people are saying it's because of the presidential election and all sorts of different things. Well, I know it's right now the market is going up and it's behaving a little bit unusual. I wouldn't have expected it to be high and all uh, well, that kind of that bullish. But given that, uh, you know, we've been a little bit subdued for the last, you know, since June or May or late May, we've been quite subdued on our market. So it's always springboarding up. So don't expect it to run at this speed for too long. And that's pretty much what I'm going to suggest because the market will always go back to its normal momentum, not just go spiking straight up. And the same with stocks. Sometimes they'll spike for a few weeks, but then they'll generally always go back to their momentum or normal momentum. But let's go and have a look at the chart at the moment of the All Ordinary's Index. Now, this is a weekly chart of the All Ordinaries Index, and you can see last week's bar, it's a nice big bar, 278.8 um, points in that whole range of the bar from the low to the high, and, and the week before, where it opened near its low and traded up, we've had two bullish weeks, there was 300 points, so we've had two ranges of you know 280 plus points in a week so that's pretty big you can see a lot of through here they're all very small bars not really big ones here we're looking at that that's 196 point range that one there's 171 point range that's 160 point range so we're running a little bit faster but more importantly we've broken through that sort of level that resistance around that six and a half thousand points which we talked about we've moved above it we've closed above it we're looking really good So it would suggest that that low there that I thought hadn't fallen enough, that low in September, that one that I thought, well, you know, it could be in the time frame for our low. I didn't think the market had fallen enough to confirm a low. The market needs to confirm in price time a pattern. Um, And this was not even confirming in price, but in time it was in the area for the low. And since then, you can see the market's moved up beautifully through there. So I think our market now is quite, uh, is bullish. I won't say quite bullish or extremely bullish, I think it is bullish, I think we'll move through, uh, right through up until Christmas, probably up into early, n- into the first quarter of the year, we may peak in January, February March, but I'll fine tune that for you as we get through into but right now I think we're getting some good opportunities coming through on the market, last week you saw energy stocks doing really, really well where the technology wasn't doing as well, so that's what I'm saying a little bit earlier in there, in our report how the money moves because some sectors get overheated or overbought um, which you may have heard those terms and when they get overbought the buying on those will slow down by the big end of town and they'll be putting money into areas where the next move is going to happen so they'll start buying on those and this is where you're seeing some of those energy stocks Uh, you're seeing as i said financials and materials starting to look a little bit better but right now it's little bit i know we're covering a bank stock in the questions in a little later so we'll do i will talk about banks there but i think financials energy and materials are the better sectors for the next year but looking at i just want to share with you just there's not a lot of move through from from the point here so if i use my cool little tool here you can see from the close of last week through to the previous all-time it's about 10 percent there so i would expect that to be broken over the coming weeks and into as i said into early 2021 so right now everything looking really good on the market what i'm suggesting is don't buy cheap or what you might perceive to be cheap stocks there's some great looking stocks at the moment and often people try and buy cheap for fear of missing out as well there's another one the fomo and i've had a few people posting or commenting Um, on our video saying yeah you know Dale you were talking about FOMA and that was me this is what happened and and, you know people to do try and get into stocks because they think they're cheap and they're starting to move up and for fear of missing out quite often will get burnt now a lot of people didn't get burnt out of the the COVID-19 low out of March and they made some money but then they would have struggled a lot more as I said since May right through to more recently they would have struggled a lot more to make money because of the inconsistency and the sideways movement of the market but you know to me right now the market is looking good it's time to make some money for the next few months and that's really what i'm suggesting here if you buy the right stocks the good quality stocks but now it's time to get into your questions so let's go and have a look at those now last week i asked you to tell me which stock you think is good right now for the next year and and here are some of your comments that i actually got now the first one was from harrison well i actually said this was the best one that i got i know a lot of people did comment and talk a bit about stocks but i was looking for somebody to give me some really good solid reasons about why uh, they wanted to buy so everybody everybody had a bit of a go at it but uh, there's a couple in here that i'm going to share with you today and i'll look at these stocks as well they put more i would say more thought into it if that made sense or more considered thought into it so not taking anything away from everybody else but i thought these were the better ones and this one was from harrison who was talking about Ansel or ann and he said this would be my pick stocks trending nicely managed to break through the all-time high and stay above the high strong financials meaning he's looked at the financials there he says strong financials and upgrading guidance so therefore not just that the financials are strong but they're getting upgrades and so what you look about Earnings reports, etc., and you're seeing if you're getting upgrades in earnings per share. What looking at your PE ratios, you're looking at other revenue streams whether their revenue is growing in the coming one and two years. So there's a whole lot of range of um, areas around. Upgrading guidance for the next year. So, upgrading guidance for financial 2021 are also good signs. And he says, What are your thoughts, Dale? And do you think Ansel could run out of steam? So, really nice thought out question. Thanks, Harrison, for sending that one through. So, let's go and have a look at Ansel on the chart. Now, you can see Ansel there, and what he's talking about here is the previous all time high. So, the last couple of months, it has moved through there. Now, a lot of people thought, you know, Hey, this is a COVID vaccine. You know, hey, we won't need the rubber gloves and all the other surgical type of or equipment for the medical people. There won't be as big a demand, and I I don't necessarily think that thinking is is correct. I um, it's really we're going to be in the signs of, or now we're in the times of uh, needing to be still really really careful about. Um, COVID or other um, viruses and that going around, we've, we've sort of lost our innocence, I suppose. You know, obviously SARS and other viruses that we've had or other COVIDs that we've had over the last few decades have been there, but not as devastating for the world as what covid19 has and so we're going to be a little bit more particular in ansell's in that right area in the medical area etc so i think it should continue on we did see a big boost out of that march low through up in april may um, and i do like this stock at the moment you know it's been a little bit more bearish uh this month so if we look at the weekly chart now you can see last week was a little bit more bearish on the news of the covid vaccine and people thinking hey it's probably going to be going down now less people buying all their the goods that Ansell make I don't necessarily think that's correct as I said I think it's just eased off a little bit so this could be a nice buying opportunity over the next few weeks if it starts to find some support up in around this area above above 30 sort of above that35 dollars area and start to move up again it could be a nice little buy so I do agree uh, with Harrison and his take on that so let's go and look at the next question I've got I've got a question now um, not one from the one that I asked you but a one from a person called fun with lvg i'm not sure uh, what lvg means but that's okay so that's your name for youtube and it says i'm real fresh to the stock um, and really want to find the best app to keep up to date buy and learn and probably my answer to that one is if you if you're a tradesperson, you don't go and buy all your tools before you learn to do the trade. So you know if you want to be a builder, you don't go and buy all this equipment to then and then learn how to build a house. You just don't do that. Same as if you don't uh, when you're learning to buy a car, you don't buy your car and then go out and learn. You go out and learn on your, on your parents' vehicles, they take you for drives and you learn and learn and, and you understand what you're doing. And then you go and buy the car that you want to buy that will help you. So looking at that first is not the right, way. it's backwards what you're doing at the moment. You need to learn first, and then look at what you're going to do to actually to buy and keep up to date with the data because what data do you need? You don't. And anybody who's really, really new to the market will be led around by the masses and chat forums and all sorts of things about what they actually need. But it's not until they start to learn about what they really need, they start culling all of that. And I see people spend hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours surfing the web and doing all sorts of things, looking at all these bits and pieces, but not really understanding how to bring it all together and really put a solid strategy together for themselves so the best part is to learn first then understand what type of investor or trader that you might want to be and then there's an app and the data and those uh, that will suit that style the app's not the answer i think that's probably the easiest part for me to say it's definitely not the answer go out and learn first you might want to buy my book uh, you know it's my first book uh, how to beat the managed funds by 20 percent It's free, just pay shipping, like you just go to our website, that's the book here, Um, but I've showed it a couple of times. Just get onto our website, there's an image at the top, just click on that, uh, and we'll send it through to you. it'll help you understand the market, how to buy, how to sell, and really start that process. So learn first, then get your tools. That's really what I'm suggesting. But thank you for the question, it's really, really good. Let's moving on to the next one. We've got one from Lisa. This is another one answering my question, you know, what stock and why? Um, And Lisa says, loving Macquarie Group, if it can close above the previous peak this week there could definitely be a good opportunity seems to be the last hurdle to get past on the way to a new all-time high especially compared to the big four banks i think the chart is looking a lot better over that last year any thoughts appreciated now this one was a little bit more technical harrison was a little bit more fundamental in nature but he put a little bit of technical in this one uh this that question all that stock Uh, or the answer for that one is a lot more technical than fundamental that's really why i put it in here but let's go and have a look at macquarie group because i actually agree Uh, with the take on that one this is really nice for their out of all the banks i think macquarie is the best looking bank at the moment if you're looking for a bank to put into your portfolio it's been the best bank prior to the gfc it really took off Um, after the gfc it really did that very very well and the covid it's done so much better than all the other banks Uh, because it's a different style of bank it's not one of those big four banks it's much more of a merchant bank which means Uh, Much more involved in businesses, etc. So, looking the beautiful move right up through to last week, and looking really good. I really love your take on that one. I do think it's moving forward. I think it will start to break that whole all-time high way back there before the COVID meltdown. I think it's going to go through that and do very well over the next 12 months. Especially when we've got low interest rates. If we've got businesses expanding and doing things, mergers, takeovers, acquisitions, all of those sorts of things. When we've got low interest rates, I think Macquarie is going to be involved in a lot of that sort of stuff as it does. Um, and that will support its stock price. So I think, thank you very much for that. The next question we've got um, is from Corey, who says, hi, Dale. I was wondering if I could get your technical thoughts on Beach Energy, BBT. Unlike the energy stocks you discussed in this week's live stream, I believe it's trending upwards over the longer term. So um, I currently own the stock, and I'm wondering if holding on is the best strategy. Thanks in advance. What sort of you've got, you sort of done two sides to that. One, so you've said you own it, but you're saying, I believe it's going to be up for the longer term. But now you ask, then the second part of it, you're asking if you should continue holding it if it's the best strategy. So again, it's sort of like we talked about earlier in the report, it's that contrarian view is great. What goes up generally comes down and what goes down generally goes up. That's how it works. The market swings all the time between sectors and stocks will do that. So you may have some stocks in a sector lead that sector really, really well and fly off like we've seen Afterpay do in the technology sector. But then what happens is it gets too overpriced and people looking for opportunities in that sector We'll start looking for ones that are undervalued in that sector and move into those. So you get a shifting of that money flow. And that's why I'm saying understanding the money flow is really, really important. Let's go and have a look at Beach Petroleum and the stocks that Janine and I brought up in the live stream. Um, really were about ones we think they're opportunities for now you're thinking this stock has fallen quite heavily um, with the COVID virus down from January there uh, even before the COVID so that's March it was already falling down that's your March low hasn't done a hell of a lot through here Um, I'd need to know a lot more fundamentally why you think it's good long term it's not a bad stock but it's not really a buy and hold stock as you can see here you could have held this stock right back in 87 and you'd still be sitting on it right now at the same price and as you can see there it's just all very very sideways it runs when energy is running and so you do need to be much more of a trading stock so i disagree that it's a long term stock i think it's a very very good short to medium term stock because when it runs it might run for a few years rather than generally long term is four four three to five plus years at least but generally the runs might only last this stock a couple of years before it has big moves this one's a nice big move through here from that low from 2016 right through to 2019 it was about three years but you had a few big dips in the middle of it so traders will make a lot more money out of this but it is looking a little bit better this month it's up nicely let's look at the weekly chart last week it was up really really strong so i think This could be a nice looking short-term buy. I wouldn't necessarily expect it to be long-term, but I do like it. I think it's a good stock at this point in time. Um, You'd need to have some solid rules around it when buying and selling and making sure you're looking after yourself, protect your downside. So you currently own it, which is what you said in your email. So right now I'd stay with it. Um, I wouldn't have owned it up till now. I think there's, uh, looking at the chart, there's plenty of um, reasons not to have owned it prior to last week, but given you are in it, just set a stop loss underneath it. Put your exit strategy, draw a line in the sand. If it starts to fall away, get out. If it keeps going up, keep raising up your stop loss from that. So that's a really good um, strategy for you to use right now. So and while it's going up, there's, you're getting less and less risk. You're doing very well. But thank you all for sending in your questions. I really do appreciate it. Um, It helps us bring you a better um, video every single week. The more questions you ask, the better questions you ask, the better answers that you're likely to have. But if you do have a question that you'd like me to answer, maybe there's one that's been sitting on your mind or a burning thing, you think, I'd really like to know this, just stick them below. There's a comment section down below. Stick them below and I'll get to answering them and helping you out there, helping you understand the market. Uh, But But I want to ask you a question uh, here again. What stock would you like me to analyze next week? So rather than um me getting your opinion on certain things if there's a stock that you'd like me to analyze next week i'm going to pick some of those to look at for next week now remember here on this channel we do these monday market reports every single week um, we also do a live stream every Tuesday night where you can ask Janine and I questions. So if you do have a question and you want to watch the live stream tomorrow night, send an email through to info@wealthwithin.com.au, at and we'll bring it up on the show tomorrow night with Janine. If you want to put a video in, that would be great. Just stick your phone in front of your face, do a little 30 second video and show us who you are and ask your question. We'll put you up on the, the live show and answer your questions. Also, hit the subscribe button now and click the bell on the right of it so you know when we upload and go live. Now, I'm Dale Gill in the Chief Analyst here at Wealth Within. Goodbye, good luck and good trading. Thanks for listening. This podcast is brought to you by Wealth Within, a global leader in stock market education. For more information on our courses or to listen to more Talking Wealth podcasts, head over to wealthwithin.com.au and click on the Talking Wealth podcast under the Learning Centre.